Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. versus Coyotes tonight. Pre-game coverage starting at 7 o'clock. No, this is not a recorded show. Yes, that is actually happening once again with Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's talk about that series and more about the Blues with our Blues Insider for NHL.com. He is Lou Korak joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Lou, always appreciate the time, man. You looking forward to, I think, game 17 of this uh, Coyote series, my friend? I've lost track, to be honest with you. It's, it's crazy to think about uh, game number. What are we on five? Man, that's you know we're not into we're not into playoff mode yet, but uh, we're in unprecedented times. But uh, as a lot of the players have echoed, you know they're playing hockey, and that's what really matters here. Lou Ball, are you at the point now where you can just you know name a Arizona Coyotes player just from like the back of their head without looking at the jersey? No, because to be honest with you, the other night, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple of us were still talking about, man, these guys have got some different names. I'm, I'm still finding myself like trying to spell Jacob Chikrin and, some, <laughs> and Ilya Labushkin and some of these other names, man. It's, 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 given, it's given me a headache. No offense to those guys, but uh, when you have to constantly look at a roster to spell names, even after four games, uh, that, that should tell you the uniqueness of them. Yeah, just stay away when you tweet after Arizona scores, Lou. Just say Arizona no scores. Don't worry about <laughs> typing out the name because Twitter's just going to re- refix that for you. No kidding. Hey, no kidding. Lou, I'm curious. Why do you think the Blues have struggled against that top line for Arizona with Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, and um, Connor Garland? I mean, these three have made the Blues pay so far in this three-game losing streak. Well, they're quick, uh, and 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 they're not afraid to. Uh, they're not afraid to come after you. I mean, they're they're basically challenging you uh, almost to the point of where they're like, uh, okay, uh, here we come. What are you going to do about it? And right now, the Really, the Blues haven't done a whole lot about it, and they're going to have to figure that out. And especially now when you go on the road because, you know, Rick Tockett didn't have that luxury in the first four games. Now he's going to have that luxury to get that line out there against, uh, you know, a, a unit of his choosing. So as the home team, they'll have the last change. And, you know, a lot of times coaches will talk about that, and that'll matter. But, uh, you know, these guys just come at you with speed, and uh, there's some skill there. That color, that Connor Garland, I'll tell you what, I just <laughs> I kept calling him a little water bug out there. It's, it's, it's amazing watching, you know, especially, and I know, you know, people can say what they want about Colton Pareko, but you just never see him get walked like that. Yeah. 
Connor Garland did it to him the other night and did it with, I don't want to say relative ease, but with, with a lot of precision and skill there. And it takes a lot to be able to get around that big guy. So uh, you have to be impressed with what they're doing, but uh, the Blues will have their challenge on their hands for another three games with these guys, and they're going to have to figure it out. Lou, are the Coyotes better than we thought they were just as a whole, or are they just a terrible matchup for the Blues in particular? I think a little bit of both, uh, but you've seen it where they just haven't been for whatever reason or not. They just haven't been a good matchup for this group. I, I, I can't really pinpoint why if, if I had a reason, and I'm, I'm sure the coaches are kind of saying the same thing. If, if they had a solution for it, they would have figured it out by now. I mean, you heard Craig Berube the other day. He just said, I'm tired of losing to them. <laughs> so, you know, they've lost three straight in this series, and uh, they're going to have to figure out a way to get back on the winning track here. And I think getting out on the road might help this team out. It, it always, a lot of this group has been around for a while now, and when they've had one of these hiccups where things just didn't go right, and and I and I understand this has all been against one opponent, but when they've had this hiccup at home and haven't had the success on home ice that they've liked, they always seem to have gone out on the road and seem to have uh, reversed trend and got gotten the job done. So I'm looking for a response tonight, and I think this group will bring it here. Lou, on the defensive side for the Blues right now, a lot of people questioning what's going on. If you look at they're in the bottom half of the league when it comes to goals allowed and goals allowed per game. Is this more of a struggle for individual players, or do you think this is just a team mentality that they're really trying to figure out how to play as a unit defensively? I think they're trying to figure out how to play as a unit. When you take away, you know, and I hate to keep going back to this, but when you take away an Alex Petrangelo off of that group, you're taking away, what, 24, 25 minutes a night that you saw number 27 on the ice. And, you know, you're trying to you're trying to incorporate a Tory Krug in here now. You're trying to uh, – you're giving Justin Falk more responsibilities. Uh, you know, they, they've been hit with a couple of injuries here. And I think a lot of that has to do also, guys, you have to understand uh, the penalty kill just as, as a whole has not been good enough. And that that area needs to improve. And, I mean, look, look at this series alone. I mean, the Blues are one for 17 on the power play, and they've allowed five, uh, five power play goals and 15 chances against. So – I don't necessarily think it's a reflection of maybe, you know, what you see in the five on five area that that's been their strength, but you know, just you're giving up a lot of goals on the man advantage side. And that that's, that's really something that's going to have to change, not just against this opponent, but everybody else moving forward. So I think that, I think the defensive unit's going to be okay. Um, it's, it continues to be a work in progress. And I know that's not something that, you know, the fan base wants to hear, they want to, they want to get this fixed in the here and the now, but, uh, it's a process, and I think it's a process that eventually will work itself out. Lou, I did want to follow up on that defensive core with you because with Pareko's undisclosed injury, I guess we'll call it, uh, Scandella being hurt for much of the season so far, Perunovic now out for the year. Are we officially to the point where the Blues don't really have enough margin for error with that group that Vince Dunn can be traded? Because, I mean, it's been, I guess, two weeks now probably since we first saw those reports that the Blues were looking to deal him. Is that something they can look into now, given all the injuries that they have in their decor? Uh, I would I would probably say pull the brakes back on that now because, yeah, you know, these are unforeseen things, you know. Nobody plans on injuries. Nobody expects injuries, but here they are. And I guess the good the good news about all that is is Marco Scandella did make the trip, so 
if you're making a trip uh, in a in a set where you're playing three games in four nights, uh, there might be a good chance you'll get him back in there. But I just think as a whole and overall, let's kind of pull the brakes back on on the Vince Dunn talk uh, there a little bit because you know there's ebbs and flows to his game. We understand that. We know that. That's pretty much been his mo since he's jumped into the league here with the Blues. And but you know what? Uh, there's there's an intangible that he does bring that a lot of, uh, I don't know if you're going to trade for a draft pick, uh, picks, or even a young prospect, uh, which is probably the direction you would have to go in there. There's an intangible that Vince Dunn has that something that you would bring back doesn't, and he's got experience of winning a Stanley Cup. And that goes that, that goes a long way in my eyes. And uh, I just think that, you know, at 24 years old, continue to work with him. And I understand you have to deal – at some point with the expansion draft, who are you going to leave exposed? Who are you not going to leave exposed? So that, that all does kind of complicate this a little bit, but as far as, uh, you know, just kind of making a knee jerk reaction and uh, perhaps, you know, dangling done out there on the open market, I would tend to hold back on that a little bit because I still think that he's got a lot to bring to this organization. Lou, on the forward side of this, I know Craig Bruby is still kind of searching for some chemistry for a couple of guys. Barbashev looked great on that top unit with O'Reilly and Perron their last game. Uh, do you see more juggling coming with this, or do you think that they're going to let this play itself out with Hoffman and Sunquist on that third line and just see if they can build something at five on five together? Well, that third line has been an, an ever-changing scenario here since the season has started. And uh, to me, I just think that you're going to have to you're going to have to get Mike Hoffman going here a little bit. And I understand uh, this is new to him uh, being in the Western Conference, but he's going to have to he's going to have to be a factor. And, and I know he's gotten better here in the last handful of games or so. He's played much better. He's getting shots off again and. Uh, but I, but I think you're right. You know, let's let's try to find the right combinations for him. And if this works out, then then you got to roll with it. I think the Robert Thomas injury kind of set things back here a little bit because, you know, I, I really I really think they were of the belief that that duo there could work. And I know it didn't look like that in the beginning, but uh, you know, Robert Thomas has got that talent where you know, he's going to be able to dish pucks to a Mike Hoffman and Mike Hoffman's going to be in the right places at the right time to be able to get that shot off. So I think, you know, what you're seeing out of the top two lines, that's pretty much going to be a staple, but getting that third line and getting that secondary and, uh, and scoring from that bottom nine, that's where they're going to have to kind of level things off here. And I think that's going to help produce some wins here. And if you can get some goals out of those guys there, going to make those guys up in front of you that much more lethal he's Lou Korak you can follow him on Twitter at L Korak 10 you can also read his work over on NHL.com he's one of the best blues insiders in the business Lou we always appreciate the time man all the best to you and the family we'll talk with you again soon awesome boys pleasure talking to you as usual